on the first episode of the Tales of the Cowstomer, we had Josh and Kelly on to tell their story of how they began dating and eventually married. But this is how it ended. A year later, you proposed. A year later, I proposed. And then a year after that, we got married. Yes. And so. and then it has the not story. quite been as dramatic since since then. <laughs> yeah, it's been pretty pretty easy going for the most So part. now we've been married um, ten and a half years. Wow. Yeah. That was wow. a long time ago. So we've been together for twelve years. Oh my right? goodness. Wow. The end. But is it really the end, Josh? I would say no. I think there's a bit more to it. Possibly proposal and what happened at your wedding, maybe? I don't know. But this week and the next time we post, because yeah, this is a two-parter. We have him back on the show to tell the end of the story. Hey guys, it's, it's over. What? No. Not, not that type of over, Josh. What are you talking about? Anyway, I hope you enjoy this and the next episode of the Tales of the Customer with our special guest, Josh Taylor, back to tell the story of how he proposed and other stuff. Yeah. Such spicy stuff. Uh, this is going in. It's going to cause drama. Oh, no. I think he was making a job. Oh, yeah, David. <laughs> yeah. Music, ukulele music. People are going to listen to this one. If you have children, baptize them. Are you wanting me to repeat all that spiel? No! Da, 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 da. Ending in three, two, one, go. Welcome to the Tales of the Cowstomer, the show where we put members of the cow moody on blind dates and ask married couples about singleness rates. Today, we have Josh and not Kelly. Oof. Ouch. Welcome back, Josh. <laughs> hey, Sorry, guys. Kelly away. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. Look, I think that I think the number of children we have has doubled since the last time we, I was on. Well, the that show, is true. Okay? It has. Hey, don't get too ahead of yourself. That's a question for the end. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I spoiled it. No, I'm just saying sorry. Kelly's not here. Yeah, uh, no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> It's hard for both of us to be any place at the same time. You know, maybe we should just ask the question right now, actually. It's a great segue into it. Okay. Sure. I'm all about the segues. What's, what's the question? You're, you, you can ask it. Oh. oh your question. I, I forgot. I forgot. I'm scared. What's this question? Uh, so what has, um, how has it affected uh, your relationship between you and Kelly to have your children doubled like like what's what's changed with having another child hmm uh well i you know well we're still in the newborn phase so it's kind of hard to know exactly just yet uh but i mean it's basically just instead of there being one child for two people to care for now there's two children for two people to care for so normally you know, and right now Elliot is so dependent on Kelly because uh, uh, he's nursing and stuff. So uh, yeah. a lot of so I've gotten to spend a lot more time with Isaac, um, just just son and father and son time, and uh, Kelly's and I and I've definitely spent less time with Elliot 
than I did with Isaac when he was Elliot's age. Um, so it, it is like from one child to another, it's like it's been a completely different experience. Uh, and now it's it's like I remember with Isaac, it was a lot more of like, oh, my gosh, can you believe this child? We made him. He's ours. <laughs> and now it's it, but now we're like these seasoned veterans of like parenthood. So now like there was no learning curve. It was just all right. You do this. I do this. We're like a, we're like a well oiled machine around here. Uh, but that does mean that, yeah, it, I mean, we we don't get super a lot of time, just the two of us. So it's always really nice and fun when there's like, I don't know, like if Isaac is over at grandma's house and Elliot's sleeping and we're just like, oh, we can just sit down and chat for a little bit and talk about hmm. life and just, you know, what's going on with the kids and, and all kinds of stuff. And so that's been good. Uh, we got to have like a nice long chat uh, j just this week, even, uh, which was really good. It's nice to kind of get to talk for a while you you would think that because i work from home um that we would just talk all the time but it's it's really it's not that way uh yeah i don't know because it, it, it it's just uh it's kind of it's kind of weird i'm sure that it will regulate itself as elliot gets older i mean mm -hmm. like yeah you know, it, it, that's part of what's strange too it's like i remember with isaac it was just like i can't believe this baby this is unbelievable and now that we know okay well the baby eventually like gets a personality and starts walking and does all these fun things and then that's when like it's it really fun so it, it's like trying to push this uh it's trying to push away this like feeling of wanting to rush things like oh hur hurry up get bigger elliot come on yeah start <laughs> talking start walking this is gonna be great uh and just trying to in, in, enjoy him but it's been it's been good too because isaac has been such a good big brother and has just you know n none of like the things you worry about with like uh older siblings when like a, a a new baby comes into the house uh has come to fruition with us at all like he's just just he the first thing he says in the morning he goes et, et, which is his word for elliot uh, and he just wants he either wants to go get out of his crib and go find where Elliot is, or he wants us to bring Elliot to lay in his crib with him. And he just Aww. sits there with him for a while. He's just, he's like, he's such a good big brother. And he's always hugging him and kissing him. And really the only problem we have is that he's almost like too affectionate towards him. We have to, you know, remind our two year old son that his little brother is super fragile still. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but it's, it's been good. We are figuring it out and a lot of it is just too this is the last thing i'll say it's just a lot of it too is just that it's like it's like constant it feels like you're in constant crisis mode just trying to like you know keep one child happy and keep the other child alive so <laughs> yeah uh, that's that's most of it and i know that at a certain point i remember with isaac like he turned five or six months old and he starts having a little bit of personality he starts sitting up you don't have to like you know he's not crying about everything all the time um so at that point, you kind of get to sit down a little bit and be like, okay, I can put the child here and then I can sit on the couch for a minute. Uh, but that might not be the case now that we have Isaac because Isaac doesn't like when we just are sitting on the couch. He's like, up. You want Aww. me to get up, Isaac? <laughs> up. Okay. Here I come, son. Let's go. Daddy needs a break. Uh, but we're having a good time. Life is good. That's awesome. Oh, man. That's a good look into the future, I think, for all of us that want kids. Oh, yeah. 
And even it's, those of us who maybe don't want kids that are probably going to have them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you I like it or not. Like when people tell me that they're going to get married and they don't want kids, I just laugh in their face. <laughs> like, okay, well, good luck. <laughs> but I don't really yeah. understand. I mean, I, I, yeah, I don't understand. I guess I don't understand that when people say that. I, I respect, you know, it's a decision people make in their life but i don't, I don't really yeah. understand it i don't either <laughs> yeah i mean it just seems like it's a natural step in marriage you know because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it is well just like the idea of like continuing civilization i mean just like on like a really True. macro level like it's like like what like what what cooler contribution can you make to the future of the world yeah then like hey I, you know i i i I bore fruit. I did it, and mm-hmm. you, know, you get to you get to have like a say in what the world looks like after you're gone, uh, and then it's just like a really cool perk that it ends up being like the most fun thing too, and also you know the most exhausting thing. But like you learn so many less. Like it's so funny thinking like I like Kelly and I now are like what? How did like how did we not? How did I not get everything I ever needed to do done like in one day before? Like what did <laughs> what, what did we we had nothing going on? Like what were we doing? uh but now I, like it's taught me to be a lot more like regimented and like 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 i put isaac down for a nap today and then i was like all right i have to go mow the lawn like that's the first like i just you know that needs to get done immediately and then it was okay now i'm gonna go uh, do a podcast with my buddies uh so now i'm doing the podcast and then when i get done with this i'll go get isaac and he'll be up from his nap and uh you know everything is just that that uh whether whether that's my inclination or not that just kind of becomes what it is which is good for me so yeah yeah sounds like it yeah. That's really cool. Oh. Well, oh man, this just makes me so excited to like be married and have kids. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna be such a good mom, Justine. Oh, thank you. It's true. It's true. Oh, that's like so really nice. <laughs> I can't even talk right now. That's like so really nice. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua, you're gonna be a good dad too, buddy. Oh yeah. Thanks, man. You're gonna be a very loving dad. Yes. Thanks. And you'll like you'll come up with songs for your kids. <laughs> play on guitar, dude. Let me tell you what. Knowing to how to play guitar, like that's like an immediate cool point as a dad. Like Isaac thinks it's so cool that I can play guitar. Aww. Does ukulele count? Oh yeah. Anytime we're like watching something on TV or in a book and there's a guitar, he looks at it. And he goes, "At that." He associates guitars with, with your boy, which is pretty cool. That's so cool. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we're totally mixed up now because yeah, we like, it, went out of order. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Justine. And... You got us on this Sorry, different guys. trail. Sorry, guys. I, I just you, you let Josh's perfect segue lead yeah. us down a, a different <laughs> order. I just so... segways. It's perfect. I should have yeah, started well, the show by so saying police. I should have started the show by saying, boy, you know, guys, I was just today. I was just thinking about when I proposed to Kelly. Anyways, how's it going for you guys? Actually, that's not even the first question. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. I would have ruined everything again. <laughs> well, you don't. <laughs> it's not really fair because you don't know the typical question we've been asking. I don't. I don't know what's going on. Uh, well, the question we've been asking. Uh, wait, 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 since... wait. We have to thank Becca Joy for this question. Yes. As we do. Thank you, Becca. 
She is a huge help. <laughs> and this is her question that she found. And it's like the best question ever. So I'm ready. Okay. I've never been asked the best question ever. So let's go. If you were given an elephant and you could not get rid of it, what would you do with it? Uh... Yeah, that's a typical response. <laughs> I, I guess I'd have to find a place for it. Uh, I guess I would see if somebody was willing to take it off my hands while it was still in my ownership. So like maybe a zoo. Mm. I just say, hey, uh, because of the stipulations of this hypothetical question I was asked, I can't legally give this to you, but you can <laughs> borrow it uh, for the time being. And I may never ask for a bet. Okay, okay bye. <laughs> <laughs> you, you wouldn't let your children ride on an elephant. Um, I mean, if I, if I find some kind of like elephant trainer or coach or whatever they are, I don't know. I know there are some, some countries where you can ride elephants. Yeah. I guess as long as they're treated well, that's fine. Yeah. Just like a dog. Mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> yeah. A dog that weighs multiple tons. <laughs> Man, have you ever watched, have you ever seen one of those videos of an elephant giving birth? Uh, no, it is the most (laughs) insane thing you will ever see, and I recommend everybody does it. I mean, watches it, doesn't give birth. (laughs) (laughs) I will try my best not to ever give birth. Hopefully, hopefully, uh, you would be a great elephant mom, Justine. (laughs) Really good elephant mom. (laughs) I guess we'll be that your next kid's gonna be an elephant, Josh. Elliot's yeah. already an elephant. Like he's huge. Aww. He's like a elephant. he's like a monster. He's like Elliot he's the elephant. E- Elliot the elephant. He's like not even two months old yet, and he's already bigger than Isaac was at like three or four months. Like he's he's wow. like a a giant. Oh, wow. It's kind of surreal, actually. It's like wow. Okay, fine. You are getting bigger faster. Like we ask now. Stop. You're too big. Yeah. <laughs> You're too big. Shouldn't have asked in the first place, Dad. No, that's what I get for asking. My kids are very obedient. so parenting tips we'll take from you yeah only ask your kids to do something you really want them to do okay (laughs) because they might actually do it (laughs) there we go parenting tip of the day okay now let's get down to the real Ooey gooey business. Hmm. But birthing children was ooey gooey business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've already touched on that. <laughs> okay, let's get down to the less ooey gooey, more hmm. cutie mushy. Cutie wooty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. I mean, okay. I can't think of like a worse turn of phrase Justine could have used there. An ooey gooey. <laughs> that was really interesting Sorry. choice of words. I had to do that sometimes. <laughs> a lot. It, it's it's a great joy, <laughs> Justine. You're you're one of my favorite co-hosts I've ever had. Oh. Oh, that's not wow. sweet at all. Justine, this is like co-host. <laughs> of all the co-hosts that Joshua has ever had, you're one of them, Justine. I'm not even Ser- one of the favorites. I'm just one of them. Seriously, though, you're, you're really fun to work with. Oh, <laughs> thank you. You're wow. fun to work with, too. It's like a compliment Thanks. factory for Justine today. Yeah, this is great. And the last episode was kind of complimenting me, too. So this wow. is just, 
I gotta stay in this game because <laughs> this is the only way I will ever have self esteem. <laughs> yeah, well, however, you can get it. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta hang on. Oh, man. Okay. Back to business. Okay. Josh. Yes. You gotta tell us how did you propose to Kelly? The whole story, okay. all the nitties and gritties. All the nitties and the gritties, the ooeys and the gooeys. Here we go. <laughs> um, all right. So, well, it, it goes back all the way to the night we first met. So we met at a friend's 16th birthday party, which was at the, it was being hosted at the church that I was attending at the time and it was indeed a lock-in birthday party. Don't know if you've ever been to one of those. It was at this point that we forgot about Josh's story and just started talking about lock-ins. Uh, don't Ooh. recommend them. Not a good idea. I Wait, a 16th birthday party was a lock-in? Yes, but there were adult chaperones, Justine. Okay, I've just, my idea of a lock-in that I've never been to one, but I have a friend that used to go to them all the time. And they were where you drink a lot and you take each other's keys and put them in a bucket. Drink a lot? <laughs> what? Like a lot of alcohol. So that's At a lock-in? Like, so At a lock-in? I've never heard of a lock-in outside of the context of like church. Oh, you mean like an all-nighter. See, if I heard somebody say all-nighter, I would think what you said originally. Lock-in is like the Christian version of that. Oh, see, our church calls it an all-nighter because most of us don't even sleep. Right. Yeah. That's the that's like the that's the goal. I mean, that's yeah. what you hope happens. <laughs> At least the teenagers hope that. I think the adults are hoping they they fall asleep. I don't separately. know what. I don't know what the adults are hoping for. At, at quite frankly, I think we they have a have death wish. I, I I've only been on one side. The uh, <laughs> you only had one side of it, so. Yeah, I, I don't know what the adults were hoping. Frankly, I didn't. I didn't stay all night at this one. I did go to a lock-in once, and I and I stayed all night. And it it didn't end. It didn't go well. And I never oh. went to one again. Oh dear. Um, our church never had one again. Multiple controversies. I don't know if it went badly. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan actually just texted me yesterday and said, "Dude, we got to do a video about how terrible lock-ins are." I was like, "Do churches <laughs> still do lock-ins?" He's like, "Oh, dude, yeah, yeah, they do." He said the you church going through was doing one or something. If you, you have the pure kids, it's probably really fun. It's yeah, just... but this is how the kids become impure. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> not really. Like I, I don't. I, I, whatever. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Who knows? I, I never got into. I never got up to any no good. I was Me a good neither. boy, but at the same time, I, I get why it was probably a terrible idea. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, we had some edgy seniors that I think probably got into trouble, and that's probably why we never had one again, but I never heard anything about it. I've never told, told this story before because I've always been ashamed of it, but I'll, I'll share it because it's just kind of dumb, but it's a dumb thing. I realize that it's dumb of me to, to be embarrassed by, so I'll just tell it. So <laughs> I, I, I had these friends growing up, and they, they, were, they were probably what you would call bad influences. Oh boy. At least Kevin? at the time, uh, they're they're good people, hmm. and uh, and uh, 
I don't know. We were, we were, we were like one of those clicks. I realized later, like I was like, man, I was in a click. I'm glad I got out of that because they were. It was just a very like exclusive little group of us, and mm. and there were like other people who like wanted to be in our group. And you know, when you're in the middle of it, if you're like a nice guy, like I try to be, like I didn't really realize it at the time, though. I think the other ones did, uh, mm-hmm. and. It's because I didn't think of myself as like a cool person or whatever. But I just happened to be hanging out with people that people wanted to be hanging out with, I guess. So um, anyways, we were like at this lock in. We we're like all hanging out in the corner. And, oh, no. and, oh, no. and I don't even know how, what the heck, how it got started. But we start like massaging each other's feet. <laughs> and my, and my dad was there and he like walks over. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like. I don't know. I I don't know. What what is what is what's going on? How did this happen? And then I don't know. It was just like a defining moment for me. I was like, this is I think it kind of like burst my bubble a little bit in a way because I was like, oh yeah, this is really stupid. Why are we just sitting over here doing this? I was like, like everybody's out playing games, so if we're all just sitting in the corner, like just rubbing each other's feet. That's that's I wouldn't be a part of that because I do not like touching feet. Yeah, no kidding. Like, I don't even know what the heck. I don't think anybody was touching my feet. I think I might have been rubbing someone else's feet. Who the heck knows? (laughs) That's embarrassing. I was probably I was probably like 15 or something. Oh, Oh my gosh. That image is not. It's a little weird. A lot of weird, actually. Yeah, but... see, I, I guess I should have been embarrassed a little bit. <laughs> no, 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 but it's a good thing to say stuff like that, I feel like, because there are still people in these kind of cliques, and I had that kind of happen. I wasn't ever doing anything really too sketchy, but... Someone was rubbing <laughs> your feet? The... No one was ever rubbing my feet either. But, <laughs> um, but I was part of, like, kind of a clique that I didn't realize was a clique. I yeah. just called it my friend group. Right. But they weren't very good friends to me, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. me and one other girl, they would, like, leave out of things, like, 50% of the time. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. to me, I didn't even feel like I was in the middle of it. And I've never, I never heard anyone vocalize, like, oh, I wish I was part of your group. But I think, looking back, people did. Right. But I am, like, I wasn't really a huge, like, fan of it because... They weren't, they were always like, like within the group, it was like people were always competing for somebody's attention, whether it was a boy or a girl. Right. It it seemed like it was mostly a bunch of girls who they're, they all liked the same guy. Oh dear. And then he had siblings and friends who would hang out. And so then it was like a group. So there was other guys. And eventually, you know, other people were dating them, each other, or whatever. But, but at first, it started out that way. And I just remember thinking, like, this is not a very healthy friend. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and I started distancing myself, like, yeah, at some point. But I, I never fully was like, guys, what are you doing? I just, I just kind of started yeah. ignoring them. <laughs> you know what I realized as I got older. It's the people that the, the the friends at church that I that I had that I kind of took for granted. Those are the ones that I've stayed friends with over the years, even though we don't That's go to the true. same church anymore. It's just the ones that I always thought, oh, yeah, I've got this this buddy and we're yeah. good. 
Like they're the only ones I still keep up with. And, and, and at this point, now that I'm in my thirties, it's like, even if we don't talk all the time, the fact that we're still friends, like there's like a, there's like a, like a significance in it, like an importance to that. Like one, one of the guys who was like that for me, like a, uh, he's probably one of the only people I like, if he asked, he t- texts me and says they're going to have a game night or something. He's like one of the only people I'll actually like go hang out with still. Uh, yeah. Day. Like make a, make a, make a point to go hang out with because he's just always, I've known him for, you know, so long, even if, you know, it, we, I feel like he was, he was like, he was public schooled and, and I was homeschooled. And so we never like were in each other's friend groups, except for at church, you know, uh, yeah. but we just had different lives basically. And we'd see each other at like Bible study or whatever, but, um, but yeah, he, uh, that's kind of what I've realized. Like the people that like the cool people at church are like the people that everybody had a crush on, like all those people go the way of the Buffalo eventually. But like, it's just like, Whoever was like your kind of just chill sort of like oh hey how's it going like that's the person you end up keeping yes, up with that's when you get older true. yeah anybody that you that, that you've known for years and years like when you were a teenager and then you get into your thirties and you're still friends with like you just kind of realize like okay well this 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 uh, this like this friendship is worth investing in to some degree because clearly like we've made it through a lot of like life changes and stuff like that together so. Yeah. 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 Aww. Yeah. That's why I always like this group of people because it seems like there's a lot of you now that have known each other for years now and have gone through a lot of things together and stuff. So I think that's cool. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I totally interrupted you. I just realized I'm on a huge tangent, but it was a good tangent. So. Look, mm-hmm. I had I had to confess the thing about the foot massages. I I had to get <laughs> the return of Josh's confessionals from the <laughs> community <laughs> podcast. I would have never the blimey cow. I podcast. would have never shared that story on the because I Does back Kelly then know? at least. Huh? Does Kelly know that story? Uh, I, I don't know actually. <laughs> well, I've now. probably I, I've probably told her at some point. That's so funny. She's gonna be like, "What?" This she won't. I, I, when I tell her the people that were involved in that story, well, I, you know, I, I shouldn't say anymore. It's just a case of I shouldn't say anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, I was that other guy in the corner. She's like, "What?" <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know Kelly at this point. You know, these were the, these were still yeah. the dark days when I was just like, you know, I'm massaging whoever's feet I can, you know, just trying to make, <laughs> make anything happen. Oh my goodness. <laughs> well. I suppose we should get back to uh, right, right. Okay, so party uh, thing. Uh, so I'm at the so so I'm at this party for my friend, and uh, uh, I was not going to the uh, homeschool co-op that a lot of my friends were going to at the time. I was not involved in one at all. Um, I was, I guess, 16 or 17 at the time, and um, yeah, the, the, yeah. So, uh, but there was this girl that I had heard of through the grapevine because she went to this co-op. And she happened to be at this party. And uh, that was my future wife, Kelly. And so uh, the first time we met, actually, well, maybe not the first time we met. I think somebody would have said, oh, yeah, this is Kelly. And I said, oh, hey, I'm Josh. The end. But the first time we actually talked uh, was in the uh, in the main kind of like church area. Uh, she was getting uh, pouring herself a non-alcoholic drink, Justine. <laughs> not an all-nighter. This was a lock-in. Okay. And uh, drinking responsibly. She, yes, that's right. She was pouring <laughs> herself a coke or water or something like that. Who knows? And um, 
at the time we weren't even like this is so long ago we weren't even doing videos at the time jordan and i were always pushing our music so we had like we had made cds and we were we had uh we uh you know uh, recorded them on a cdr in our room and like printed multiple copies and we're handing them out to our friends and so i was like oh you know i'll just see if this girl that i just met let's see if she wants one so i was so i was handing her a cd uh and uh i said something you know, I, I, yeah i'm i'm josh i've heard of you i know your name is kelly and uh she said oh yeah my bro i have i have a brother named josh and we were just talking about that a little bit and at some point she said uh that her brother uh is popular with the ladies <laughs> and i said well you know i'm not very popular with the ladies so good for him <laughs> and then jokingly i said but do you want to be popular with me <gasps> oh. and that was about it for that convo and i was like all right that was kind of dumb but to be perfectly honest i kind of had a crush on another girl at that party so i really didn't think too much about it uh <laughs> so but I did think that she was cool and uh, it wasn't it. Honestly, I think maybe I hung out in with Kelly and her friends like once or twice more before I, I was like, OK, we're switching gears here. So uh, anyway, so that was the first time we met. So we always just kind of made a joke uh, that I had said that to her, that I that used this really weird pickup line that wasn't even really a pickup line. It was just a weird thing to say. So we always joked about that over the years, even before we were dating. So then we started dating and it was even funnier. And it years after we got married it became very funny when we actually had popular videos on the internet it was almost like a prophecy almost as if it was predestined so <laughs> uh, but when i decided to propose to her here's how i did it so kelly and i had this restaurant that we enjoy eating at called fulin's little asian place and so um this would have been a year and a half or so after we started dating and so uh right before we left for we left fulin's I went into the bathroom. I totally faked that I had to go to the bathroom and I called up my brother and I said, all right, call me in 10 minutes. <laughs> so, so I come out of the bathroom. I'm like, Oh boy, I feel a lot better. And, uh, and I did cause I had just called Jordan and got the ball moving. And so we, so we left and we started heading home, uh, back to my family's house where we we're going to watch TV or something. And, um, on the way home, coincidentally enough, is the church where we met. And so uh, 10 minutes after I told Jordan to call me, he gives me a call. And he says, oh, Josh, I left my football at church. I think it's in the building. Could you go get it? And I said, okay. And I was like, I don't know. I got a phone. I was like, I, I don't know why Jordan can't get the ball, but he wants me to get his football. Sorry, we got to make a detour. Okay, that's fine. So we stop at the church and Kelly doesn't think it's weird at all that I happen to know the password to get into the church uh, because it's all <laughs> locked up. But I'd already cleared all that ahead of time, thankfully, so we didn't get uh, raided by the cops. FBI, open up! And uh, we head into the building. And uh, so we're like looking around for the football. Kelly's in the back of the building. I'm in the front of the building. No football to be found. And so I just kind of plop myself back in the spot where I was when we had first had that discussion the first time we, we met and uh, she walks in the room she's like i don't see the football and i'm like i don't you know what i think jordan didn't know what he was talking about i don't think it's actually here but you know what look this is the spot where we met and she's like oh yeah it is 
And I was like, here, you stand right there and I'll, I'll be right here. And funnily enough, I happened to be like stand, like sitting on my knees at the time we met. Cause I was like pulling out something from my guitar or my oh. backpack or something. So I was already on my knees at the time uh, when we first talked. And so I, we just kind of played jokingly played through our first conversation again as much of it as we could remember. And so when I got to the part about, well, hey, do you want to be popular with me? I switched to be kneeling on on one knee. And I said, for as long as we both shall live. And I pulled out the ring. And uh, she just like jumped back and started immediately crying and was like, yeah. <laughs> that is the smoothest proposal <laughs> I have ever heard of. Genius. That's amazing. That's amazing. I thought of it months before. I was like, I it's so corny. I have to do it. Now that I've thought about <laughs> it, I have to do that. Uh, so there we go. That's what I did. And then as we were leaving the church, she was like, you know, I really should have seen that coming. And I was like, you really should have. It was pretty <laughs> obvious. I'm like, lock, I'm like, lock up now, get out of the church. And I like relock the door with the passcode or whatever. It's like, yeah, I had to like call ahead of time and do all this stuff. So yeah, that's how I proposed, Justine and Joshua. Thank you for telling us. It's so great. You're welcome. So this week, because we had Josh on, there weren't really any bloopers per se. So I'm just going to give you guys a bit of a sneak peek at the conversation we had. Well, not really a sneak peek. Pretty much all of it uh, of the conversation we had before we started the podcast. So if you're... A fan of the Star Wars prequels, I'm sure you'll love this. If you're not, um, I'm sorry. How did we do this the first time with Josh and Joshua? Did we just call you Josh and you Joshua? Is that what we did? Yeah. Okay. It's usually easy with Lampy, but since we're not doing the Lampy thing on here. Nope. That... But there we Josh go. I did it. Roll the bomb. I don't know. Maybe you already knew this, Joshua, but Josh just told me that Kelly's not coming. Oof. I'm sorry. Okay. You're stuck with the worst half. <laughs> Aww. I mean, it's fine, but it's. I wanted to talk to her again because she's really cool. I know. She's I mean, you're pretty cool. cool. You're cool too. But... She's cooler than me. I get it. <laughs> it's probably true. She's more aloof to everybody else. So it's yeah. there's this na- natural thing to want to see her when the yeah. opportunity arises. I I can never remember what the word aloof means. I always have to look it up anytime it's someone like uses it. Distant and yes. unaffected almost. That's yeah. what I just saw when I searched it. As well, you were saying that. There dang, you go. Justine is a dictionary. There yeah, you go. I, I grew up thinking the word aloof meant that you were like ditzy or like unaware. Like oh <laughs> if like somebody like constantly like didn't understand a joke, you'd say, Yeah, he's kind of aloof. Huh. <laughs> that makes sense like a loof and loofus. yeah that's i don't know if sometimes <laughs> somebody used it the wrong way in front of me or if the the, t- the word just sounds like that that's where i always wanted to take it hmm. thankfully it was kelly who was the one who realized she was like josh you used the word aloof wrong i was like what do you mean <laughs> she's great. like i'm the definition of aloof in the community <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't say that about yourself, Kelly. No, <laughs> look it up. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh, man. It's funny how words, like, I was, I, I always think about that, like, how 
when you can't describe a word, but you know what it means. And people just like learn over time, like from childhood Mm -hmm. to adulthood, like what it means. And it means pretty much the same thing to everyone. But then every once in a while, it means something completely different because socially we can't explain it a lot of times. (laughs) I should ask in the creative team, like just be like, give me a word that you – are you never have really admitted that you didn't know what it meant and you mm-hmm. thought it meant something different or something like that i feel like everybody has that and nobody ever wants to talk about it the <laughs> problem with me is that most of the time i don't remember the word until it's brought up yeah yeah and i don't want to admit it then <laughs> yeah exactly i'm gonna write that down because that's actually a pretty funny idea i can't yeah, think of but... a word where that's like that though i do remember there are certain words that make me think of weird things like uh, impregnable. It, it makes me <laughs> <laughs> that my mind just goes like, oh, they can't be pregnant. But it well, actually just actually means it's pretty much what it means. I mean, so... <laughs> yeah, but it not in the literal con- sense. It depends on the context. Uh, but <laughs> well, well, yes, obviously, it's sometimes it's re- talking about like a fortress or something like that, but. I think it's like the idea came from that, though. Possibly. My mind's going to dark places. We should probably stop talking about this. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Let's do that then. So, (laughs) um, hey everybody, welcome to. We have an intro, you know. I know that this isn't the real out intro, but um, in case you know else you just want to make it harder for me justine is great i feel like both times i've been on the show it just like the the podcast just started we were just talking and then all of a sudden justin was like hey everyone and i was like (laughs) oh are we going is it on we good okay hi oh okay (laughs) oh okay you're gonna it's all being recorded (laughs) gonna use the part where i explained how i didn't know what that one word meant yeah probably oh okay That's we fine. don't have to. No, no it's fine. I, I I can own up to my mistakes. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. I guess we could just kind of start. I don't know. Am I the first repeat uh, guest? Are, are we uh, starting over? I'm confused. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what. Are we and yes, you are the start? first repeat guest. Uh, there there was an idea in my head. Now I sound like I'm starting the Avengers monologue. Um, there was an idea in my head uh, about how to like cut it. Like whenever uh, in the first episode, I cut it whenever Josh said the end, and I was thinking maybe maybe I'll do this in post. But uh, I was thinking, but is it the end, Josh? Today we will have him back <laughs> on the show to tell the real end of the story. Or something like Without that. Kelly here. <gasps> hey guys, it's it's over. Uh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. That would be a fun teaser. <laughs> this kind of stuff is exactly like oh gold. <laughs> yeah, that's probably something I'm gonna have to figure out in post. I can't come up with anything t- too great uh, at the top of my head. <laughs> Boy. All right. Well. Do we do any kind of intro then, Joshua, or are we just going to question? I can go with the, the main line that we used since uh, he wasn't here last time, uh, or 
he wasn't the last time we had him on here. We didn't have the motto yet. Um, okay. So starting in three, two, one. Thank you for joining us on this tale of the Cowsman. It will be a wondrous journey for us all as this podcast continues. But until then, move along. <laughs>